I'm afraid. Hey, there we go. It's like as if we've never done this before. Or at least me. You're you're a pro. You should talk while I type. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Logan Tarrant. Welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast. That's I don't like that at all. Which, which part? <laughs> the smooth, <laughs> sultry. You're on easy listening on the nights with Logan. <laughs> now I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to some jazz flute and play some jazz flute for you for a little while. It's the jazz flute right there. You want to? You want to? Uh, maybe we let's. Uh, maybe maybe wind it back, and maybe you jump in here. And why don't you reintro the whole situation for us? Sure. Right? Welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast presented by Monster Clutches. My name is Rye. That's Logan. And you're going to listen hold on, to stop. Time out, time out. Let's back it, up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Let's do that again. But this time, I want you to say, my name's Rye. And then I'm going to be like, and I'm Logan. Because I feel like you uh, okay, take okay. that every you time. No, you I, I, got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. All, right. Just... All <clears throat> right, you go ahead, do it again. Two, one. Hey, welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast. We are back here in 2024. It's January. I don't even know what the date is. It doesn't matter. That's Logan. And... Dude, I just... I, I want to introduce myself. You're supposed to pitch it back to me and be like, and that's Rye. No, man. That's not what we discussed. Just a moment ago, I said, you introduced Rye, and then I go, I'm Logan. Okay. Do it one more time. One more time. Back it up. <laughs> and see. Ready? Okay, yeah. Hey, and uh, welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast. Uh, my name is Rye, and that silent guy over there is Logan. It's Logan. <laughs> Sorry, I missed my mark. Should we do it one more time? Or we should just roll on? Presented by Monster Clutch Co. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only use the edge. You know, and I said that we didn't really have anything to talk about, and we were probably just going to fill a bunch of dead air. I didn't think. I, didn't, just I never me. imagined this would be the way we would go about doing it. I got a story to tell. Let's hear it. This has nothing to do with cars, but it's something that uh, I think is hilarious. And it's, and it's, I got punked. And I'm going to start doing this on the podcasts because while we are a car, I haven't told you, tell the people that I have not prefaced you or not prefaced. I have not, no, I have no, no idea, idea what's about. 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 Maybe put your cell phone down then, dude. What are you doing? Are you not I'm interested in me? I'm sharing the well, sharing the is caring. Okay. Whoa. What are those other, what are the other tabs you had open there, buddy? That was weird. So, um, as much as we are a car channel, we're also uh, we're just more of like a lifestyle. You know what I mean? I'm, and now that I'm entering my villain era, um, I want to tell some stories on how I got to this point in my life. Can we go and from, what if we put an E on the end and we went from car channel to care channel? I hate you. I hate you. I hate everything. I hate you. I hate you so much. So dumb. So anyway. God, I hate you. How dare you? <laughs> so we are a car channel, but again, I'm entering my villain era and I want to tell you guys how I got there. And this story takes place. Let me back it up again on on my father's life, on my mother's life, on Rye's life, on my fiance's life. This is a true story. I'm not making up anything in what I'm about to tell you. This is this really happened to me. And it's something that um, I think is one of the funniest nice. things that's ever happened. This is during a phase where I was what I would consider a your villain area. We know. Let's no, no, go. no, no. This is during a. Can I tell the story? You want to just hop in and interrupt me? I'm going to be a real villain in a second. Okay, good. 
So this is before I became a villain, Rye. This is my my fuckboy era. Okay, so I want you to picture this. I was maybe 32 to 48 pounds lighter. Who's counting? I had pierced ears, diamond studded ears. I worked out like a maniac. I had abs, kind of. Um, I, I I went to the tanning salon. I was basically guidoed out, right? You know the whole deal, right? I was Jersey. I was Jersey Shore to the max, basically. You actually went to a tanning bed? Oh, dude, it was great. I actually I put my hand on a Bible and swear on everybody that I care about in my life and say that I have never. You ever. know what, though? I'll tell you this much. It's actually really peaceful in there, and it's warm. You, can, I fall asleep. I, I actually, I have tanned, but I just, I just, you know, the bed. I, I dude, do it organically. Good. Okay, well, you know what, dude, you're better than me. Whatever. Okay. One time, I went in a stand-up t- tanning bed. Um, I was a girl that I was dating at the time went to University of Kentucky, and she had a stand-up tanning bed in her apartment complex. And I usually put a sock over my twig and berries, and I forgot to. And I got a sunburnt wiener. It's a true story. But that's not the story I'm telling you. But that is a true story. I did, the I tanning couldn't... beds in apartment complexes are usually next to the laser disc players. No, no. This is like a nice... Dude, you got to remember, like, the Jersey Shore era, everyone was tanning. Like, it was Jim Tanner. Oh, yeah. so anyway, I'm going to set the scene for you, because this is a true story. This really happened to me. And I think this, this girl deserves a shout out, because uh, it was impressive the way that this went down. I was in Florida for spring break, Panama City Beach. Shout out to the worst, best place in the world. And again, I'm in my gym tan laundry phase. I think I'm the hottest dude that's ever lived. And uh, I wasn't afraid to talk to girls. So obviously I'm I'm spitting mad game, which at the time was probably me being like, hey, girl, but you can't take those pants off without taking those shoes off. (laughs) Probably something to that extent. And as I'm walking down the, and let me also say I love my fiance very much. So if Jasmine ever listens, yeah, I'm to this, so scared. I have no idea where you're going with this. So I'm. It's a true story. This really happened. So as we're walking down the beach, that. I am because it's it's <laughs> one of those things where I got got so hard that when I got got, it was one of those moments where I was like, damn, and I couldn't even get mad because it was so good. I'm walking down the beach and I I see a girl walking towards me and she's with her friend. Uh, she's a brunette, uh, she's attractive. And, uh, I walk up to her and I say something to the effect of you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And I would love to see you later. Can we maybe get together? Can I get your number? And, uh, to my surprise, she's like, absolutely. And I'm like, all right, that's, this is great. And she gives me her phone number and the rest of the day, I'm like, well, my plans for the evening are set. I'm going to meet up with her name is Aaron. She's from Louisville. She's now on OnlyFans, if anyone was wondering. Um, and Theo Vaughn follows her. That's a swear to God, all true. <laughs> She's a Twitch streamer and some other stuff now, but I had I had to do my history my history lesson here. I had to go back and make sure that I didn't have my yeah, facts. You had to up. do a, a, a hysterectomy. Yeah, I wish, dude. I, I I would have rather had one of those than what happened to me. So oh, she gives me her phone number. And we're getting ready to go out for the night. And I I text her. I say, hey, do you still want to meet up tonight? And she writes back pretty quickly. She's like, absolutely. Let's meet at Spinnaker's, which was a night beach nightclub deal in Panama. Everyone goes there. It's a big, it's kind of a, it's a cool place, whatever. Um, so we agree to meet there. I'm all excited. I'm getting done up, dude. I'm shaving every part of my body, butt cheeks included. Should have done it before you went to Florida. I get my nicest black button up, which was not stained yet. And uh, whatever dumb shorts somewhere. And, and we end up going to this nightclub. 
and she's texting me the whole time and it's not not she's not being overly aggressive and neither am i we're kind of keeping it casual like just we're both being pretty chill and she's like i just got here i'm in the back um i have a plaid short i have a plaid shirt on and some shorts and i'm like okay it's a weird it's a weird choice for apparel but okay mm -hmm. and i walk into the back room and there's this back bar area and like you hear question mark and she's like yep sure am I look up and I see a guy in a plaid shirt and shorts. <laughs> uh, and I said, you're not, you're not her. And he's like, you're not her. And that's when I found out that this girl got another dude's number on the beach. Oh, she's so good. And gave me another dude's number. And neither one of us were smart enough to like ask key questions to make sure it was actually her. So, uh, yeah. And that Comedy was many gold. It was, I just was crushed. Well, now that you, I mean, you know, usually these stories would end up like, you don't know how to find this person. So then I was making out with this dude. Right. Cause I'm like, <laughs> you might as well just jump right. In. <laughs> like it was to this day. I don't think I've ever gotten got that bad. And I've been I've been punched to the face by many girls. And uh, this was one of those like I walked away from it like I is. she she's the winner, dude. She's the winner. I can't like I cannot believe that, that she concocted that and it went so smoothly. <laughs> it reminds me it's it's right in the same lane of um I mean now that you like I said, not if you could you know where to find her, but there's something admirable about a prank that you're not going to get to see the results of, but you know how it's going to go down and you just hope. And then it kind of keeps you going through life. Um, my Man. dad, when I was a kid, we went on a trip to the Outer Banks in North Carolina and we were on a ferry to, I don't remember which Island we're going because they're long. Anyway, so we're on a ferry ride and uh, there was a couple that was like, hey, would you mind taking a picture of us? And my dad was like, sure, absolutely. And this is before everybody had cell phones when you couldn't, I don't know if you guys remember, maybe I'm dating myself, but once upon a time when you took a picture, you had to drop it off. And get it developed. Yeah. So you wouldn't see him for days, weeks, months, whoever knows how long your vacation was. Um, so this couple had like one of the little instant cameras from Kodak that whatever asked for pictures, took a few. My dad hands the, hands it back to him, and we walk away. And my dad starts laughing, and I was like, what's so funny? And he's like, I hope they like pictures of their feet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, he would just purposely take terrible pictures, knowing that I'm never going to meet these people ever again. But in a couple weeks, that's going to pay off. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. I do. You, what if plot twist? Your dad gets a phone call. I have a very specific set of skills, and, and Liam like, Liam Neeson just shows up at his doorstep. He's like, "We just wanted a picture on the ferry." It's like head. Taken meets Joe Dirt. Yeah, dude, he's just on it. He's <laughs> oh, ready God, to this, go, dude. This Polaroid picture, or not even a Polaroid, like a developed picture. That, I'd say by the time my day. dad drank my piss. Um, I th I vaguely remember this, but yeah, he told I, me I had to. He told me he had to test my piss for sugar. Yes, yes, and yes. I had to give him a piss sample. Put and I, apple juice. I, I pissed in a cup. Okay, well, there's the well, yeah, yeah. I think everybody knew where that was going. All right, well, you take the conversation in a direction, Moby Dick. Let's follow you somewhere in the depths of hell. I'd love to. What Speaking of 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I was trying to think of a sea, some type of sea farrier I could use. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I ruined your father piss drinking bit. Look, dude, if your dad doesn't drink your piss, is he really your dad? Is all I'm saying. Yeah, he's got to be willing to at least. You got to suck the poison out one way or another. Of uh, my pee? What pee's poisonous? Well, Wait. okay, this is good. All right, car related. <laughs> car related. Speaking of cars. Yeah, if you if you need a clutch for your car, Monster Clutch Co is the way to go. Monster Clutch Co, you pay for the whole seat, but you'll use the edge. See how many times you could plug Monster Clutch Co in this podcast specifically. Like so the Trans Am runs the. Uh, for those of you listening that are are not paying attention to the million things that I post on social media every day, I bought a two thousand ninety nine a two thousand. I bought a WS six a ninety nine to oh two. I don't ninety eight to oh two. WS6. A fourth gen. Just say fourth gen. I bought a fourth generation Trans Am WS6. It is red, if that means anything to anybody. Um, Out of Pennsylvania. Met the guy in uh, northern, northeast Ohio or West Virginia. I think West Virginia was terrible. The guy was awesome. West Virginia sucks. And um, I, I picked the car up. I bought it as a roller. Put a stock bottom end LS3 in it. Cam and uh single 88 millimeter VS racing turbo TH 400 PTC converter. And it's got a nine inch or a 12 volt or something in it. But anyway, um, put it all together and running a hall tech ECU hall tech Nexus R five. And first time I fired it up, I have the ignition key on and I have a start button. When you key on, it sends power to the start button, hit the start button. It starts it. So the first time I try to fire it, it cranks like two revolutions and it fires right off, but then it dies immediately. I'm like, oh, dang. So uh, I was trying to figure out what the problem was. I want to shout out James Short. James Short looked at a data log for me and was like, you're an idiot. This is what's going on with it. And then he sent me a map and it didn't fix it. And I was like, you're an idiot, James, you stupid idiot. And then it turned turned into a team view session where we're on the phone together trying to figure out what's going on with it. And we started adding fuel. We tried adding everything. I mean, it did nothing was working and it would not, it would not idle. It would just fire up, flare up and die. Now on the ECU, there are four high current outputs that can handle 25 amps a piece and you can data log these. Mm-hmm. And on the face of the ECU, just like, like the Terminators, don't they have indicator lights on them or something? Yes. So the Nexus has indicator lights for all four of the 25 amp outputs. And then it has a bunch of eight amp high current outputs as well. So if you want to feed, um, you know, like a, a low amperage trans brake or something like that, you can use those eight amps as well. So you got eight amps worth of juice on each one of those. And the ECU lights up when those things are active. So I'm like, it sounds like someone's ripping the injectors out. As soon as it fires off, it just dies. And I'm like, what the heck, man? And as we're looking at, James and I are looking at the at the tune and I'm like, hey, click on engine control relay and click on starter. And I had the start button set up as on off and not momentary gotcha. so while i was holding it it would it would crank because i was on and when as soon as i lose my finger off it cuts power the mm-hmm. problem is the lights on the ecu i filmed the ecu because i was like maybe those outputs are just dying so i was filming the ecu and it it sure enough it doesn't show those lights dropping off when James pulls the data log, he's looking at it. He goes, man, it's killing power to the injectors and coils. Like, they're not demanding any power. Like, what the heck's going on there? Jump back. Because I had it set up as on-off and not momentary, that's what it was doing, which is kind of a cool feature. So you can set, like, long press, short press for momentary, yeah. you, you, however you want to do it. But I, it's not 
it's not clearly explained that it's going to kill all the power to the injectors and the coils, but it makes absolute sense. You flip right. it on, it's going to stay on. I wired a, um, or I helped the guy troubleshoot. He has some issues on a, it's like an old F100, like 1950s. And it had a small block Ford 5.0 Mustang swapping the thing. And somebody had done some, like some shoddy wiring, but it had like a real inconsistent start. And it kind of went through the same thing where we figured out that when you're cranking it, the ignition doesn't have like the coil didn't have power. It wasn't like yeah, so it was grabbing hot. power. It was grabbing so, a radio or something. Yeah, so it was like it would crank and crank and crank, and then when you would let go of the key, the the inertia of the motor still spinning. Sometimes it would we give it enough it power to the coil that it would fire off, but it yep. was like hit or miss. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And then. Because it would fire up, and then you're like, all right, let's see if we got spark. You stick a screwdriver in the spark plug lead, hold it next to a bolt, and I'm like, crank it. And I'm like, it's not doing anything while the motor's turning over. How is it even firing up? Yeah. yeah. I had that. Remember that Miata cart I built? Yeah. That's what. That's why it wouldn't start. I was oh, getting. Oh, yeah. That was, was days yeah. of troubleshooting for that one. I know, man. <laughs> and I, it was ignition. It was the ignition output that I was I was using not output but i just had like a fuse tapper in line and it was like the radio fuse and when you crank the radio loses power right yep so ever since that every single like even the f body like i didn't even want to i didn't want to mess with any of the fact like dude the wiring the dash wiring was a nightmare on this thing like they gutted it um and they integrated a mega squirt into it and I shouldn't say it's a nightmare. It really wasn't that bad, but you know the deal. Like when you get someone yeah. else's project and you got to jump into it. So it took me a minute to kind of get my bearings and dude, it was, it was nice. Now the, the only problem is it idles at like 2200 RPM. So I got to figure that out. I'm guessing I, there's a little vacuum leak somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of RPM. I've had it where like the intake hang, you know, on an LS head, it, the intake flange is like machined. There's a little bit of a step there above like the casting flash. I've had it where the intake was like, it had enough slop in the bolt holes that it was cocked sideways and they were all tight. Slop in the cock holes. It was uh like when I had a 4150 like carb style intake with an elbow on my car. I had it cranked sideways and I fired it up and it went right to 3200. And you're, you're talking like this with your I hands. Know, it's, I have this new laptop with a new camera and now I feel very influencer kind of ready if you guys this are is listening what, audio got, only i'm just using i'm doing a lot of hand talking yeah how many dudes in bathhouses have seen this eye <laughs> for you those listening at home i just held my hands up to the camera to make it look like i was staring through a glory hole if you're wondering <sighs> man which we did discuss like glory hole should be a wall not a sheet a hole in a wall not a sheet not a sheet it's one of those things, like, if you're going to commit, commit. You know, like, man, I just feel like, I guess a my sheet big... is just like, you're you're just wearing a costume. It's not like you're actually separated. It's, I would prefer, know, I would prefer they were wearing a costume. If you're were... just dressed up like a ghost to get your, you know, hey, Logan, if I needed a clutch, like, I was on my way to see some spooky savings at Moth. <laughs> Steve, I'm sorry, man, dude. We're not trying to segue from glory holes to monster clutches, but it's just who we are as people. You know what you signed up for. You know, if we pitch that to him. Monster initially. glory holes? Yeah. It's just monster. <laughs> it's just. 
I'm just dressed like Shrek. Like, there's, here, no reason, there's no reason for you to be wearing a costume because you're on the other side of the I wall. Know. I would still, but imagine, like, play this out. <laughs> play this out. You go to a glory hole, right? You're just like, man, I'm, I'm down. I love the ambiance. That's why I go. And you stare through the people and you see a dude in a Shrek costume. That's a story, man. That is a story. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. This one time I worked at a restaurant called Montana Grill in Bowling Green, Kentucky. God, I probably shouldn't have said that. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. John Shoulders is the manager. He's a good friend of mine. Sorry about what I'm about to tell the whole world, John. Also, Montana Grill in Bowling Green is a wonderful place to eat. And now that I don't work there. Yeah, the, the rating has gone up substantially on the sanitation grade. My buddy Joel got me the job there. And I was 19, 20 years old. And actually, I was 22, 21. Um, and I was day drinking at a bar called Hilligan's in Bowling Green. I went to Western Kentucky University, for those of you wondering. And uh, here's the deal. I, I don't day drink anymore. But at the time, I did very much. And I forgot that I had a, a shift that evening at work. And I was not sober by the time my shift came up. I mean, I was I was I was not I was not in the best headspace put that way. I mean, I was in a great headspace, but I was not for work. And I had to serve a table of older women and they uh, they sat at a high top and I walked up and I'm clearly not there all there mentally. And they each order a glass of wine. And for whatever reason, I just I don't know why I said it, but I, I I snipped back at like the alpha woman of the table and I said, why don't you just order a whole fucking bottle lady? <laughs> and she looks at me like, excuse me. I'm like, no, be because it's less expensive. If you order the bottle, it's cheap. It's just cheaper that way. I'm a I'm here. I'm saving you some money. I'm helping you I out. I'm going to go. And it was one of those things where I'm like, dude, straighten your shit. If you got a cell phone bill to pay, bro. Anyway, uh, working at Montana grill, I have, I have beef. I don't know. This is going to sound bad because it's our audience, but I don't like car people very much. Mm -hmm. um, there, I like I like car people. I don't like car show people. I guess is the one I should say. Like the wake up at four a.m. and polish your car with a coat of wax. And the reason I bring that up is every time Beach Bend would have a car show style thing, I would end up having to serve these people at a yeah. restaurant. And dude, car people, you guys suck at restaurants. Just they for real, are like. In like a Jimmy Buffett concert just spit out. Is that the guys we're talking about? Yes. Like the good guys, car yeah. show guys? Yeah. Like and, I don't want to walk around a parking lot yeah. and they flirt and with chairs. waitresses so awkwardly. They're like, oh, yes. What time's your shift in, sweetheart? You need a sugar daddy. And you're like, shut up, dude. Ugh. Yeah, they're the worst. Car car dudes are the worst people to serve if you're a waiter or a waitress. They are the worst. They're the terrible people to work with. And then there will be there's exceptions to that rule. Serious racers that have just won a race are great because they pay you. But when you get like a 20 top of car show dudes and they're just, oh, they're so hard to serve, man. Well, because they've been doing what you just talked about. They've probably been day drinking, sitting out and in their lawn chairs, listening to the Beach Boys all day. That sounds great. In a black asphalt parking lot. No, no, it's usually grass at Beach Bend. Oh yeah, yeah, which makes oh, it even worse. I'm, I'm thinking a, like like the good guys events. That I've it's gone a compounding through. factor though. Grass based car shows, you get. I'm sure they get way more day drunk. 
or yeah, like uh, in the bug exposure. So they've just been like, you know, you got your ankle deep in a pile of fire ants while you're cracking. What kind of car? Lukewarm shows? bush light. What? Who's gonna? I'm just trying to. Like, <laughs> I'm just thinking like there's ankle deep, in a ankle grass. deep in, in fire ants, dude. I'm running for my life. I'm not just okay. You have... don't get like fire ant mounds in the middle of the grass in your yard out there in Kentucky. I'm so glad that didn't come through. For everybody listening on the audio only format, Logan just stood up and soiled farted. my pants. He farted into the microphone that he is now talking into and sniffing from. But yeah, no, the car show crowd. Yeah. Sucks, dude. Who's the worst? Who's the Those worst? Those are the guys that say anything bigger than a 15 inch wheel is too big. I say the same thing about my butt plug. Hey, um, pork thrust and Cooper Cobras. Go ahead. Sorry. What do you think is if you had to pick? All right. So you're dead and you're in hell, obviously. Let's not play games. <laughs> what car show is going to be in hell? Ooh. Yeah. Man, if you asked me like years ago, like when I was real young, I would say Nopi, but now kind of nostalgic no for Nopi. Okay. Okay. No, nope. no, no. Nopi's back, by the way. I know. I saw that. Uh, did you guys ever have drop jaw? That sounds like a like a porn move. It's a mini truck car show, and it was massive. It was like the juggalo. I've said this before. Mini truckers are the juggalos of the car world. And, you know, we got some friends that were mini truckers, and I'd just give them shit just to do it. Yep. Somebody commented right there, drop jaw. Drop jaw for sure would be, I think that would be my version of hell. It's like the gathering of the juggalos, but with cars. So I don't know. I've never been exposed to drop jaw, but I can't. I, I can't say that a mini truck style car show would be. I feel like it's a lot of bead tossing, terrible loud music. So you and, mean like okay? So so you're saying that drop jaw would be worse than like or loco the, uh, than like the KDM, the Korean domestic market Hyundai Kia show? Yeah, yeah. Because I think so. You're like, telling me like riced out Kia stingers everywhere you looked would be better than than mini trucks because I think they're going to be sitting still and static. Like at, at a drop jaw show, people are they're moving and shaking, like they're cruising through because you don't want to walk around and throw out beads. They want to drive around and all their homies are sitting in the bed of the truck. Beads? What do they get beads for? It's like Mardi Gras. So dudes are showing their cans for beads. I'm sure they oh are. Oh my yeah. god, dude! Oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of tits, oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! How did I forget about this? So when I first moved to Bowling Green, again Beach Bend. Oh my god! This is so funny. What are we doing? Harley Davidson has a uh, there's a Harley Davidson drag race and like show at yeah, Beach yeah. Bend. I've right. been to a few of those when I was a kid. My dad used to take me. Of course he did. So uh, my uncle, I'm like, my uncle John's like, hey, Logan, you want to go to Beach Bend? There's this Harley show. God bless my uncle. He doesn't give a shit about, I mean, he does. He likes car. He likes, he's into cars, but he's not like pure car guy, you know? But he decides he wants to take me to Beach Bend because I'm new to town and he wants to show me the, the, the sights. So we go to this Harley Davidson show and shine slash Harley drags race. We pull in and immediately I see just a pair of beaver tails flapping in the wind attached to this like 85 year old woman. Just, I, I don't know how many senior citizens, senior citizen women I saw with their tits hanging out at the show. Like 
it was i didn't realize what we were what was going on and my uncle just looks at me like well what do you you know that what are you gonna do like he had no recourse whatsoever so i don't know what it is about old ladies and harley davidson's but they get their cans out Dude, my dad took me to so many shows like that when i was a kid i remember i had a um this when i was still living in wisconsin i was real young so six or seven years old or something like that there was a bar that he used to go to called the blind pig and they had some sort of like a bike gathering whatever and i had a milwaukee brewers baseball jersey like a button up and just i loved quick, it quick pause and we'll get right back to your story because i, I want to hear it but i think we i think we're off topic i think not only would there be a car show in hell but there would be a bike section to this show yeah okay continue so um yeah, lots of topless yes. older women. I can't hear you, sweetheart. I texted you. Yeah, I texted you. Get up here! I'm filming. I'm doing a podcast. God dang it! She talks. She's she just all oh, all right. You know, should we start it over? Let's just start it over. She she always does that, dude. You tell you know, story. and I know she knew you were doing it because she's watching the live feed. You think she's mad about the story I told about that that girl that gave me the dude's number? You think she's gonna be <sighs> scold me later? I don't know, possibly. Um, but I saw Milwaukee my... Brewer, Milwaukee Brewers shirt. Yes, Milwaukee Brewers baseball shirt, and I remember being very upset and crying because I got Jello on it and it stained it because my dad took me to watch Jello wrestling, at the age of six years old. And you ever very... think about? You ever like? You ever? Nah, I would say. No, that's not trauma. There's no way that's trauma. No, I don't think so. I'm you know what though? I really don't think it. <laughs> okay. They also did it. Okay, they also did another thing. This is way more wholesome. Well, kind of. Um, it was at Great Lakes Dragway. I remember that, and they did what they called the Honda Drop, where they picked up a Honda. They they rented a crane and they would pick up and drop Honda motorcycles and cars because these are all Harley guys at Great Lakes. At Great Lakes Dragway, yes. And then, so they did a Honda drop where they just repeatedly just picked up our motorcycles and just dropped them into a pile. And then they brought out a jet car. It was Art Arfons, uh, legendary jet racer, as well as turbine-powered tractor poles. Dude, uh, I hate jet. I hate jet cars. Sorry, I hate them. I think they're the dumbest I do fucking too. thing. They're so I do stupid. Too. I don't want. I hate that you said legendary because I'm like, I don't. But he's. I would say more so for the truck and tractor pulls. Anyway, um, they, but they parked should, a jet yeah, car in front to, of really, a pile. On. Before I they get had a canceled. pile of shitty Hondas. I don't want to get canceled. It's been dropped from a crane by the jet guys. They, yeah, there's a lot of them out there. I, I know, dude. Real. I'm trying to apologize. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to say I'm sorry. Listen, everybody that wants to put a jet engine on your stupid, I mean, your cars, because you think it's cool. I'm sorry. I didn't mean what I said. Your jet cars are cool. Super dope. They, they. I love when it takes 40 minutes to shut the lanes down to prep them and get them down the track for one hit. Sweet. So Art Arfunkel. Kids love them. Yeah. Art so, Arfunkel is a legendary. So Art Arfons uh, pulled his jet car up in front of a pile of now destroyed Honda motorcycles. And I think like one... And then afterburner to death. Yeah, and just that's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah, that was the thing. That was another thing. They they would just burn piles of tires instead of having a bonfire with like actual yeah. wood at these bike meetings. They would yeah. literally just set a tire on fire, and everybody would just stand around that. All right. Well, I need to rescind any negative things I said about art, Arfon, art, 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 Arfons because burning monster. Okay. Do you think that's what he called his wiener too? A hundred percent, dude. He just caught some syphilis in Thailand. How it can was you like, not? 
I would, dude. I've never had a good nickname for my wiener. I, was, I just have to explain the scabs mostly. So I, I was introduced to the Arfons family because I had a video, and you can find it on YouTube. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Gears. And it came, it was a VHS tape. I remember I got it at like an AutoZone or Advanced, whatever auto parts store when I was a kid, when they used to have the rack. It was like bleached by the sun sitting by the window of VHS tapes. Yes. And uh, my mom bought it for me. And it was monster trucks, truck and tractor pull. And then the, I don't think it was Art. I think it was his son. I can't remember who Art Arfonso's son was. But they had a four-wheeler with a jet engine on it. And they would do exhibition passes at tractor pulls indoors. So this dude's riding a jet-powered four-wheeler across basically like a hockey arena-sized or basketball court. And it was wild to watch when I was a kid. Anyway. Jason Webster brings up a good point about Harley drags. They bob for hot dogs in the back of the bikes. You know how yes. they like hang a hot dog? Yep. I bet I bet I do. I'd be I'd be so good at that, so dude. Good. <laughs> I'd be so good. I, you know what I would do? I'd be like, give me twelve brats, dude. I'll get them all in one shot. Yeah, that was the get, other I one. Get, they do I the, get so much meat in my mouth, dude. They do the keg racing, which is where they have to push a keg down the track with the front of the bike. Can't put your feet down, and then they also do the slowest, slowest bike. Like how slow can you walk your bike? Can't put your feet down. Can I hit the wall a few times? Uh, no, you're not. Allowed. I don't know. It's, it's, dude, bike rallies are, yeah, they're real weird. Yeah, man, they are, dude. The bagger scene is, is something that I haven't been able to get. I haven't not been able to get on the bagger boards here, buddy. Like, I think I'm trying, I'm trying to understand. It's just not something I don't, I'm not yeah. into them. I don't, I don't hate them. I don't think they're bad by any means, but I've just never like, I see all these like done up and a buddy of mine has a shop down in Florida, weird cycles, Nick Weir and uh w-e-i-r-d and uh he there's a w-i-e-r-d god damn that'd be funny if i messed that up because it's spelled the wrong way yeah w-e-i-r-d uh and nick and i came up in the suburban area of chicago and he moved to florida and he started this he started a shop and he's done really well for himself in terms of building these bikes well he he'll put pictures and videos up of these bikes and like fundamentally they're sick like they're very well done he he redoes a bunch of trash work that other people do, do and he builds them to like the specs of like what these cool baggers are i i want to get on board and like baggers i just don't know at what point does it switch and i decide i like them like there's yeah. some that i think look sick he's done a couple that i i think look really cool but that that scene is bizarre to me too it's it is wild like the the two genres of baggers that i like i stumbled on they have a bagger racing league oh that's that? that's insane and i stumbled on baggers ripping at laguna seca like through the corkscrew yep. i was like what am i i watched the whole thing like just have you seen the sea video. bear stunts and that was that's the other one i was gonna bring up yeah that guy he's like he wears bib overalls a straw hat and crocs and he just shreds his bagger Dude, so look up Sea Bear stunts on Instagram and watch this dude. He he whips a bagger around like it's a like a dirt bike. It's awesome yeah. to watch. But yeah. yeah, dude, it's so it's rowdy. It's insane. Like, Which the other version of baggers that I really like is when I'm at the track and we're leaving the track and there's some dude just jamming like george parliament p-funk all-stars some just some 
just the ones with the booming system and he is having a blast and he's making sure everybody hears it. Yeah, that's I I'm like, you know what? That guy's living his best life right now. I would definitely I will say, like, I I hate when dudes on bikes blast their music, but if I had a bike with music with tunes, I would ruin everyone's day. If it's a guy who pulls up and he's listening to like ACDC back in black, like for yeah. the fifth time today, and he's just blaring out the whole gas station, yeah, fuck that guy. I can't do it, man. But I if Kenny Dangler rolled up blaring three six mafia to your yeah front yard you'd be like all right i get it yeah <laughs> yeah a little 21 savage pulls up to the light i'm into it dude yeah there you go um yeah no anyway i don't know how we got to this point we were talking about something that i mentioned the old lady boobs at the harley drags and then we were talking about bikes genres and baggers and how we don't get it you think so the amount of of boob hang outage that we have in today's society i wonder what it's going to be like when we when we are senior citizens, I wonder if there's just going to be, I mean, I think the free, the nipple thing is going to come into play here and it's just going to be tits out everywhere. Um, as a father of all girls and a husband, like, I don't know. No. Yeah. That does suck for you. Yeah. I don't wish any of that to ever happen. I, I feel like I should free my nipples. You know what I mean? But I'm kind of just scared to take that first step. I think you're fine. I mean, they are very, it's like, uh, it tastes like cinnamon. Is it like real big round or you got like pencil erasers? Like what's the, what's the situation like? Depends like, on the temperature and the humidity. Are they, are, are they more two dimensional than three or is what's the dew point? I don't know. Well, that determines the a humidity lot. Humidity matters in this situation. Okay. So clearly you're not sensitive to me, but that's fine. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> oh, dude, man. This is normally the part of the show where I mentioned monster clutch co. Are you trying to get off the line in a hurry and then your clutch is slipping? Don't dick even even baddies get saddies. Make sure you get happy with the monster clutch today. Yeah, you know, maybe try push clutch sometime. Push clutch, make happy go. Yeah. Monster clutch co. I'll tell you this much though about monster clutch co. Whoa. Go ahead. Say it back. What did I say? Are you rhyming intentionally right now? Or no, maybe I'm having a stroke. No, I'll tell you this much, though, about Monster Clutch Co. Like, at first I thought you were doing it on purpose, and then I thought you were just naturally doing it. But go on. Freestyle it. I like it. Dude, you you think maybe... You think maybe I'm, like, really, really talented? Like, maybe I'm, like... Maybe in that movie where the dude, he's a CIA agent, but he doesn't... He has to get unlocked with a code phrase. He's part of, like, MK Ultra. Do you think maybe I got unlocked? We were talking about nipple play, and all of a sudden I'm going to be, like, 8 Mile? Yeah. Everyone from the 313 puts your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Of course, that Jet Li movie where, like, if you take his collar off, he just kills everybody. Dude, I'm sorry, I don't have a collar. I don't have a collar. A choker. On you ever see the meme that said, "I bought a choker at"? Uh, God damn. Logan doesn't need a weather station. He just uses his nipples. <laughs> what was that meme that I saw? Is like, I bought a choker at Forever Twenty One. Now I can't stop doing anal. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I saw a video on Instagram and it was this chick and she's in her car. And the exact quote is, if I take my butt plug out, my man don't use it as a whatever, as a pacifier. It ain't for he ain't for me. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. What? What? Oh yeah, right away, babe. I can't oh. wait to hear my wife's thoughts on this podcast after this is over. Oh, she commented immediately. I know. 
Yeah, immediately. And then I, you know what I did? I thought to myself, I should make it worse for Rye. And then I didn't. I just, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. Yeah, we're, well, I mean, I really think the theme here for, for this year, for 2024, relaunching the podcast is really about this is what you get. Like, this, this is, is like if you sat us. in on a call with us. Yeah. 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 We're not pulling punches. Like, if you don't want to work with us like this, then uh, you know what? Maybe. Maybe it's you're not the brand for us. When I was seven, 17 or 18, I had a I drove down to Louisville, Kentucky, and I bought a 1989 Nissan 240SX hatchback. It had a Sylvia front end. It was black, painted gloss black. It had a SR20 with a GT30R and AEM EMS. There's a couple of parts of the story, and they're they're all funny. The first was one of my buddies, Justin, Justin Nidal. I know he doesn't watch this podcast, but uh, he's one of the dudes that got me into cars. Justin came down with me and I had 10 grand cash in an envelope, saved up forever, sold my car and finally had enough to buy this car. So I get down and look at the car and I tell the guy, will you, will you take nine grand for it? And he's like, no, man, 10 grand. And he's like clearly emotional about selling the car. I mean, it was a very nicely done car for the time. And I'm like halfway down his driveway. I'm like, all right, man, well, I'm going to grab lunch. And if you change your mind, holler at me and I'll swing back by and I'll pick the car up. Thinking like, I got him. He's going to say, yeah, I'll take it. Right. And I get all the way to the end of the driveway and he still has not stopped me. So I turn around, I walk back and say, eh, fuck it. I'll buy it. I don't care. Like, I didn't even, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to play these games, dude. I'll, I'll take it. So I pay him. He's counting the money out. It is $500 short. There's $500 missing out of my envelope. I did not take $500 out of that. Justin did not take $500 out of the envelope. I'm, I must have miscounted or something was wrong, but I was missing 500 bucks. And I tell the guy, I'm like, dude, I swear to you, I have no idea what happened to that money. I, I, and I, God's my witness. I don't know what happened. We get, he's the guy's upset about it, whatever. I can't remember. I came back up with some cash, went to an ATM or something, but I didn't have $500. Like, I think I gave him an extra couple hundred dollars, whatever. I was still short a few hundred bucks. And we leave. Justin jumps in the car with me. And we get like an hour away from the dude's house on our way home. He, we sold the car. And Justin pulls out $500 cash out of his pocket. He's like, yeah, I took it out of the envelope because I knew that you wouldn't barter with him. So I wanted to make sure you got a little bit of a better deal on the car. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the hell, man? Like He gave me a heart attack. And uh, to this day, it was one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Now, Fast forward, it didn't have heat. I lived in the Chicago suburbs. It was my only car. It's the middle of winter, and I'm like, I got to sell this fucking car, dude. I got to get rid of this thing. I got to get something that's more practical. So I posted it up on a couple forums. My buddy Mike Upham, he posted it on one of the SR20 forums. And it just so happened that someone on the SR20 forums was looking to trade his like 2006 or 2007 Acura RSX Type S, which at the time was like a Fifteen to twenty thousand dollar car, and the dude offered to trade me straight for the two forty. And I'm like, this is one of my big first flips, you know, on a car. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it, dude. I'm all excited. He's in North Carolina, oddly enough. He drives all the way to Chicago from North Carolina to make the deal. He gets there. It's winter. It's cold. He test drives the car. He's on the fence. He's just like, you could tell he's he's man. I don't want to drive back to North Carolina. Yeah. 
And as we're, as we're bartering and I'm like, well, what's it going to take to get the deal done? You know, I'd like to do it. He goes, man, I don't, I just, I don't know. And as, as we're talking back and forth, my dad swings the garage door open. He goes, I'll tell you what it's going to take. How about a 50 inch flat screen? And he comes outside with a 50 inch flat screen <laughs> television that he bought at Goodwill earlier that day. Didn't even know if it worked. And the guy's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and he does the deal. He trades me for this 240 and a flat screen. And uh, and he leaves in the 240 with this flat screen and some speakers and shit we had in the garage just laying around. Like, we were just giving him stuff from the house to close the deal because my dad was sick of me complaining about not having heat in the car. So that was one of the funnier Terry King Tarrant moments. Too. It's like he was listening intently at the door for me to close the deal, and he knew I couldn't. So he's like, right. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I got it. I yeah. love the 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 audacity of someone to drive a, like a certain distance. Like it's a huge gamble, and I've always I don't know if I admire or like loathe those people who will you agree upon. And I've had friends have done it where like, hey, okay, nine grand, cool. Let's meet here, meet halfway, whatever. You show up and be like, oh, I had a problem at the bank. All I can get was seven or yeah, I can't this is all it. I can come up with. And now yeah. you, you, you're faced with the decision. Like I just drove, you know, halfway across the country, four or five, six hours or whatever to go home empty handed. Yep. Like, man. There's so many times hindsight. I wish I would have just walked away though. Like the most recent example is I bought these work wheels from a kid and it's not his fault. Let me throw this out there. He was a nice guy. The wheels were not worth what I paid. They're a pile of shit. They're all yeah. beat to hell. One of them's bent. The faces are scratched up. Like I spent, I spent about six to $800 too much on these wheels. And when I got there to look at them, that's when he told me that one of them had a bend. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. dude. Okay. So, um, but again, it's only 20, 30 minutes from my house. I could have easily just been walked away. But I didn't, I was whatever, man. Still, yeah, I've made terrible financial like, get decisions. Get them home. One of them has a leak. It's on the it's on the rim the next day. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, I made just... awful decisions solely based on the fact that I just drove and I don't want to drive home empty-handed. Yeah, you know, it's terrible. I'll literally jump on Facebook Marketplace if I go somewhere and I'm not into it and I'll just search for something else to buy. <laughs> if you can believe that. No, you never. Speaking of Trans Am, so... I got, what do you think this thing is going to make? It's a stock LS3. It's got an NA LS3 cam in it. BTR Red Hot Cam, which is also their Stage 2 LS3 cam, which is also their PDS Stage 2 cam. There's like six names for the same cam because it works pretty well for everything. Mm -hmm. The only thing the only thing that it doesn't work for is turbo. So that's why I bought it because I have a turbo. Um, I thought it'd be a good idea because I'm an idiot. And... Uh, it's gonna have it's a, got a VS Racing eighty eight. It's got the Red Hot Cam TH four hundred PTC converter. What do you think it makes? Um, I think it'll make four digits, no problem. No, come on. What? It's an eighty eight one hundred three, right? It could make four digits. It's a stock LS three. Oh yeah, I didn't know how far you wanted to party. No, I would like the car to not blow up immediately. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I think I would, like I, I would, think like seven fifty to eight fifty is my guess. I would, yeah, I would comfortably push it to eight hundred, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But if I didn't, what you, yeah, what do you think? Miko, hey, what do you what do you think Mikos' car makes? Um, like seven, you'd six seven hundred. I just want to confirm that our argument earlier, I was right, you were wrong. Thank no. you very much. Just put it in the dyno. 
Come to Mooresville. Let's, let's race. For those of you listening, Logan Logan at home, referring to Rye is referring to our argument that we had. It's, it works real well when you talk right over directly me. Um, right over directly me? <laughs> right, right over directly me. So uh, Mikos's car that we're referencing is uh, my my neighbor that lived well directly across the street from me. One of my best friends in the whole planet tragically passed away uh, a couple of years ago after a battle with ALS. Uh, Weird AKA how he got that after meeting you, though. To be fair, Lou, <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, fellow Marine uh, and just you know our kids played together. We we hung out every night, and uh, when uh, after he passed away. Um, my friend Mark uh, purchased the car, and it has been in our keeping. So it's a 1989 Fox Body 408 LS from Thompson Motorsports, Frankenstein Heads BTR valve train, and it has a 91 millimeter turbo on it, uh, FTI turbo 400 transmission, and it's got just a basic six point roll bar in it. We kind of built it to do 28 inch tire, small tire grudge racing, have some fun with it locally. Um. And because I don't have a running car myself, DeMarc and I have talked, and I'm going to be racing this car this year, so I can kind of scratch the itch a little bit. And I had an idea. I have access to a Turbo LS car on small tires. Logan has access to a Turbo LS on small tires. And we also have access to a racetrack in Mooresville. Shout out to Eric Yost, a.k.a. Biggin. Why don't we meet halfway and actually race each other heads up not a heads up race right, let me let me put it this way let me just back this fucking freight train up you piece of shit i liked miko so much more than i like you <laughs> and it was really lame uh when he got sick and it was really lame uh when he passed away so let me not overshadow the fact that 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 sucked and i know it was hard for you and this is the only sympathy i'm going to show you but I remember talking to you when you were in the grocery store right afterwards and trying to make you laugh because, well, everything was just bumming you out. Yeah. Um, now I that that's that. now that that's over, you're back to being just a piece of shit. So let's play this out. I'm in a parking lot and I'm setting a race up. I mm -hmm. know what I have. I have my my cards are to my chest here, and I know what your car has. You have a four a built 408 with a 91 mil and an FTI TH 400 or Glide 400. Okay, FTI 400 in a stripped out Fox, like no HVAC, no nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so just to clarify, what does that car make at the tire? I don't know. Okay, if you had to just guess, you just guessed four digits. Like, <laughs> if you had to guess, it, okay, I would guess like twelve to 1,300. Maybe. Okay, cool. So I have a stock LS3 with a VS Racing 88 millimeter turbo. And a stock case 400. The trans, I don't care about. The trans is apples to apples. Who cares? It's got a PTC converter. You do too. Whatever. And a full weight. The only thing taken out of that car is the HVAC. That's it. It's got HVAC taken out. But it's also way heavier than a Fox body. Fair? Fair? I'm, I'm just sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a car that weighs, let's say, four to 600 pounds more that makes half the power yours makes. And you want me to trailer it to, to race you in a, in a quote heads up. I'll tell you what. Give me the eighth mile. Just give me the A. <laughs> Jason Webster just commented, you can race his truck instead. Only if you post a complete nude photo of you from the front right now. <laughs> you can bat wing it. I you just want. I just want to see a heads up shootout. I think it would be super fun to grab a lane next to you. 
Why don't you race? Hey, wait, hold on. Why don't you race Jason then? If Jason's willing to race me and you're willing to race me, why wouldn't you and Jason just race? Why would I yeah, race Jason? Well, well, Jason is saying you can race a 4,300 pound truck. Right. You want to, you want to, both of you guys want to race me for some reason. So why don't you and Jason race each other? I don't want to race Jason. I want to race you. Is it because you haven't gone faster than me in two years? No, it's because you and I have never grabbed a lane next to each other. Just, We've never I gone feel, on the track side by side. There, if, if oh, who's was... going to hold the camera? We'll find someone, dude. Fuck it. I've never, I don't think I've ever said who's going to hold the camera. I don't know. I'm just, well, putting, I'm putting words in the mouth. No, it's... no, I've said that. I've said that. You remember? <laughs> I did say that. God. Um, <laughs> no, in all honesty, I don't know what we're going to do with the car. And I say we because I have talked to uh, Hal at Dynasty about what to do with the car. That car, in my opinion, is a short block away from being a pretty cool party car. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it needs a fuel system too. It's got a pair of Hellcat pumps, but I don't even like the pumps. I really don't care about. I, I, you can make good power on a pair of Hellcat pumps, but that car, like a piston rod six liter, I think would be it would be a fun little ripper. I also think that Mikos's car has not gotten close to what it is capable of. I think that that car could go much faster than what it's gone. I will one hundred percent agree to that. Yes. Okay, good. So you're agreeing that it's a bad race for me. That's cool. I just, I don't give a shit if you win or lose. I'm not talking about like just to, I don't want to just bully you. I want to race with you, not okay. against you. How's that sound? With you. Like, I think it would be super fun to go down the track side by this side with my best very, friend feels, because my this, other best friend passed away. And now I have his car and I never got to do that with him. So I'm trying to do it to you before it's too uh, late. Fuck you, man. Mikos, Mikos, dude, if you're listening, he's bitch made and he can't drag you into this shit, bro. I'm a, when tonight when I say my prayers, I'm going to apologize to him for you. God damn. I'll tell you this much. If uh, if we had cars that sat similar, you know, I have no problem. I want to see. I think we go back to the drawing board and we both get like a, a couple grand budget to build whatever. And we just shoot it out. I don't care if it's a Saturn fucking whatever. I don't care. I want to have fun with Like, that's the thing. The scale of investment and fun is very evident with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a stock automatic 350Z. And I'm like, dude, I love this thing. And I'm yeah, like, you text me like, you need to go buy another 1994 Mustang. I'm like, what? I mean it. I, I mean 225 it. horsepower sounds torturous. Like, the element that I got from you makes that. Um. No, it doesn't. I think it makes like 130 horsepower. If that. Yeah. It's yeah. a little rough right now. Yeah, well, I told you to take care of it, and clearly you didn't listen. My daughters haven't. You just, I thought that was going to be your car. No, my kids are driving it. We, My oldest daughter did figure out that there is not a chime to let you know that you left the headlights on when you get out of the car. I disabled it to try to sabotage you in the drive yeah, home. She was like, hey, I'm turning the key and the element won't do you anything. And I go, was it dark when you left the house? And she goes, yeah, why? And I go, are the headlights still on? She goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, all right, well, find somebody with jumper cables. But... I'll tell you what, though. If I had a stick shift in that Trans Am, mm-hmm. I'd go right over to monsterclutchco.com and I'd scoop myself a clutch kit. Yes, 100%. We need to, uh, I want to go to, I would love to go to Monster Clutch Co. and tour their facility. I've talked about this. I want to I want to work a day in the life of one of these like clutch assembly gurus and yeah. just ruin everything. I feel like I would really fuck some stuff up pretty quick. Yeah, we want to get chased out of the building. 
like when I went to Steve Morris's place with Josh. Mm -hmm. Steve Morris is I don't think that man likes me very much. I mm. yell I yelled a lot. Uh, I don't think Steve's a very happy camper right now. Well, this He's will fine. this will come out on Friday, but uh, for those of you guys who haven't heard, um, he had a slight run in with the wall at Orlando. Uh, doing some testing for sick week so glad to see he's okay a car looks like it could be fixed but good luck to uh i think kyle's still pushing for sick week good luck to everybody hey breaking story week. here breaking story so brandon pez you see that i don't know how to pronounce the last name you see the pro mod that got hit in the pits yeah okay so here's the deal pro mod got hit in the pits they took a video of it and the guy that was videoing it i don't know but he said something along the lines of this is sabotage and all this stuff can you and back up just one second and and expand on hit it wasn't just like i was what? going to but you interrupt me okay, so so world series of pro mod brandon's car gets hit while it's up on projects they come outside and the rear spoilers bent in a little bit and the whole car is kind of pushed into the trailer now just being honest it it didn't look that bad it looked bad, but it didn't look like the car couldn't race. Just personal opinion. It looked a raceable car still. It doesn't, it does not justify what happened. I'm not saying that what happened wasn't wrong. It was fucking wrong the way they handled it. Now, here's the thing. He posted in the comments that they found a push bar and there was blood on the ground. So my first thing was I screenshotted the video with the blood and I'd made a picture and I said, check the local ER. There's mm -hmm. blood everywhere. And Brandon just posted the following. And again, let me let me just be extremely clear. I'd be fucking furious if that was my car. So I get it. I totally get it. It's not fucking... It's absolutely not cool. They should have at least alerted somebody before they left. But listen to the following. The guy that hit my car last night contacted me. They were drunk on a golf cart and lost control of it. They immediately went to their pit and passed out. One of them woke up in pain and went to the hospital for a broken arm and to fix up some cuts. They were very apologetic and said they would pay for damages. As long as they keep their word, I'm not going to blast them. I'm very grateful to everyone that reached out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So my immediate thought was check check the local ERs mm -hmm. because of the amount of blood that was on the ground. Yeah. I don't know if anyone did that, but that's the first thing they should have done. There was blood every. I mean, there was when you yeah. see blood on asphalt clearly at yeah. hours, hours after it happened. Yeah, you someone, lost a little bit. Someone was gushing. The only thing is, whoever you're drunk. Your blood is thin. You take that kind of whack and you're bleeding out. Whoever it was is lucky they didn't fucking die in their sleep if they caught an artery or something. Like mm -hmm. the, That could have been really, really bad for everyone involved. But I am stoked that the car is okay. They're going to make rounds. This is obviously, this is going to go live on, on Friday on our podcast on the channel. But at the same time, if you're watching from home right now, it sucked. The whole thing sucked. I woke up and saw the, or not woke up, but I saw the video get posted and dude, I can't imagine. Imagine coming out your trailer oh. and kill faces sideways into your trailer yeah dude i would be like with the what i saw was that car was pushed over lucky it didn't fall completely off the projects but the skid on the ground like it moved it a good three four feet so, so to, my to, only to, thing was it didn't hit it hit the it didn't look like it took a side impact that heavy like the the spoiler was bent in mm -hmm. but i didn't see any other damage and i don't know that there was or wasn't yeah it didn't look terrible but it looked like it yeah it could have gone definitely way worse if it would have fallen completely off the jacks i would still obviously doesn't take anything away i would be fucking in yeah. i am the yeah. i'm the worst person to talk about keeping your chill so yeah i've seen the way you react when your hood flew off the roof of your car at charlotte <laughs> i i was pretty chill about that you're pretty good but you're definitely i, in, in I was pissed place. but 
I was pissed. I went across the way. The detailing guys came over. And, Fuck, I wish I could remember their name. I feel like a dick now. But they came over and buffed it out. And then yep. I painted the whole car. But yeah. All right. Hey, uh, one last thing before we get off here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a clutch kit. Mm, matter of fact, I am. Where Where would I go to get a clutch kit? You want to know the answer? Well, yeah. That's why I'm asking. You got to follow, you follow your heart. I'm asking stupid. You got to follow your heart. And where's my heart telling me? Oh, what's that? Monsterclutches.com? Oh, oh man. Monster Clutch Go. It's Monster Clutch Go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on for what? It's Monsterclutches.com is the website. I see about maybe. Maybe I play a tune. Ooh. It's my guitar. <laughs> I don't have anything planned. Um, but if you want to sing, I could just play one note. Uh, I think you should carry it because I think there's a delay between and I won't be able to. Okay, well, then never mind. I had a whole thing. Planned. No, no. Be... This could be the outro for all of our podcasts. Let's go live right now. Okay, it has so many stairs. I had friends at one point. Now they're well, all gone. would you be if I took acetone and wiped all those off? I'll probably never speak to you again. <laughs> I'm Top Gun. All right. MonsterClutchCo.com. This has been the Clapped Out Podcast. I'm Logan. I'm Rye. That was corny. You do that. You do it. You do it. You do it. And I'll just, I'll, you do it. I can't, I can't deal with what just happened. Tune in next week for the next episode of the Clapped Out Podcast presented by Monster Clutches. Once again, my name is Rye. You can follow me on all social media at Clapped Out. And that's Logan. You can follow me on at Logan Tarrant because I'm selfish and that's who I am as a person. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for tuning in. Did you hear that? <laughs> no.